Hello and welcome to Behind the Headlines for the week ending June 12th, 2020. I'm Michael Kern from the Ottawa Business Journal. Uh, welcome to another episode of Behind the Headlines. If you're catching this show for the first time, this is a new podcast that uh, recaps the top stories of the week. And uh, in large part, what we're doing is looking at our web analytics, actually, to see what our readers are uh, consuming the most. So in today's podcast, uh, we'll look at uh, what's been called the reopening of Ottawa's economy from, uh, from its closed state in the pandemic. Uh, we'll get more info on a massive new business park uh, planned for Ottawa. And finally, we'll talk about an up and coming uh, startup that's focused on email marketing. Uh, so let's go behind the headlines right now with two of OBJ's editors. Uh, we have Peter Cavesi, hello Peter, and David Sally, hello uh, David. Uh, we're going to get right into story number one, which is, as uh, teased, is the reopening of uh, today, today of uh, the local economy. It's a big day. We've got shopping malls and, uh, and patios and such force. Peter, give us a sense of why today is really important for Ottawa. Because I can finally get a haircut after months and months of. There's several categories, you know, of, of businesses that are allowed to be uh, open in Ottawa, as well as other parts of uh, Ontario uh, today. Uh, notably for uh, Ottawa, as some tour operators are going to be uh, back in business. And as you mentioned, restaurant and uh, bar outdoor patios. Uh, there's going to be a couple of things uh, that uh, I'll be watching for. Uh, I guess the first one is as we reintroduce a sense of normalcy back into all of, all of our lives, is that going to have then a knock-on effect on consumer confidence, on business confidence as we start to gradually and slowly uh, re-enter some of our habits? Um, the other one is just how businesses as uh, well as the city as a whole is going to adapt to this new reality. And just one example in the Byward market, we're hearing uh, about some discussions about possibly closing streets down to uh, allow for much larger patios because of course, you know, physical distancing requirements are still uh, in, in place. Um, so, you know, it's going to be really fascinating to see just how businesses change and evolve and uh, basically make it work in this new environment. Dave, I bet you're eager to get out on one of those patios, um, whether it's the Byward Market or closer to your home uh, in uh, Centertown there. But uh, you've been speaking to uh, lots of uh, business owners this week, Dave. Tell us how they are uh, reacting to the reopening of Ottawa's economy. Uh, well, absolutely, Mike. And yeah, you're definitely right. Uh, I live just a few blocks from Elgin Street. So the patios are calling and I'm sure many people will are going to be answering that call uh, starting today. Uh, but yeah, I spoke to uh, spoke to a number of business uh, owners actually earlier in the week on Monday. And uh, in a word, I guess if you would sum it up, they're ecstatic about the news. Um, uh, you've got people like Glenn Shackleton, who owns Ottawa-based Haunted Walk. Um, so, you know, his whole business is, uh, is catering to, to uh, tourists and just curious people who want to walk around, find out about some of Ottawa's haunted sites. So he's going to be back. Uh, he's going to bring back a handful of his guides starting tonight, 75-minute outdoor bubble tours, for example, that'll be limited to eight people from no more than two households. Uh, they'll have uh, guides will have masks. Uh, there will be two meters of separation. So he's thrilled. Um, meanwhile, just down the, down the road, uh, Maria Rizzoli, uh, she runs escape bicycle tours and rentals. She said the same thing. She's been waiting for months to be able to get back 
open. Her revenues have gone down 95%. So she'll be back in action. And of course, patios. Uh, people like Mark Steele. He's the owner of two Oko Kitchen restaurants, one downtown at the Albert and Bay Hotel, another one in Orleans. Well, he's really been waiting for this day. He's talked to his landlord about, about putting a patio at his Innes Road location. He's hoping to have that ready soon and be uh, have that available for up to about 100 people. And while um, he says it's not going to make up for the revenues he's losing by not being able to have people in his restaurants, it's sure going to be a nice uh, nice change. And uh, and like he said, it's finally some light at the end of the tunnel. Hmm. Yeah, I, I you know I hope those patios do help out with the bottom line of some of those restaurants because we know that uh, some of them are in fact uh, deciding to close up in that. So we'll have to keep an eye on that. Good luck to the restaurateurs uh, out there. They make up such an important part of our uh, lifestyle. Uh, let's go to story number two right now, uh, which involves um, a massive new uh, business park in Barhaven. In fact, this has been one of the top red stories on obj.ca all week. It's a $2.7 million square foot industrial building in Barhaven. That's about three times the size of Amazon's uh, much hyped warehouse that uh, that came in recently. So Dave, um, you've been digging into the story a little deeper. What do we know about the people behind uh, the proposal for this massive new development? Well, Mike, uh, that's a good question. We, uh, quite frankly, we don't know a lot. Usually when you see a development application, uh, uh, you, you can go online and get these things. And when you get them at City Hall, generally, there's um, you get a document called a planning rationale that has the name of the developer, uh, you know, and, and uh, quite a bit of detail about the proposal. This one, not quite so much. The, uh, the company that that's, uh, filed the application is called Python LP. Now, I did a little bit of digging around and there was a company registered in March. Uh, 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 that, that, um, re that um, basically registered as a corporation uh, with the federal government. And the people behind that are all members of the Broccolini family, uh, John, Joseph, and Paul, the CEO and his brothers who are vice president. You're, as well as most of our readers are well aware, Broccolini also developed the Amazon facility. So uh, it would make sense that they're involved in this new one at 222 City Gate Drive, uh, which is in the heart of regional groups, uh, City Gate Business Park, just not far from Highway 416 in Barhaven. Uh, and yeah, this would be a massive facility uh, that as uh, Sean Hamilton from CBRE's auto office told me has, it's got e-commerce written all over it. Just the configuration, the fact that it would have 50 truck loading docks, uh, parking space, 2000 parking spaces, um, so uh, it's uh, it's looking like you know uh, it's uh, it's certainly going to be an e-commerce user. There are a lot of potential candidates uh, under that banner, um, uh, but uh, you know I mean we're talking obviously Amazon. There's been a lot of talk about rumors about Shopify. Uh, who knows? None of those companies are talking right now. Um, regional group, understandably, isn't talking either. Um, so, uh, so right now there's a lot of mystery around this, Mike, but it is definitely generating a lot of discussion. Hmm. Dave, you referenced, um, or Peter, excuse me, Dave referenced the location, which again is, uh, Barhaven near the 416, 
Um, why might this be a great location for this massive new office and industrial development? Well, certainly that property has uh, long been eyed and coveted by uh, developers looking to do um, anything involving trucking, logistics, uh, distribution centers because of its uh, proximity to uh, to the 400 series uh, highway network. What I find really interesting, though, is just how significant uh, this, this really wave of development in the CityGate business park uh, has the potential to be for Barhaven. Uh, funny enough, when I joined OPJ some 15 years ago, one of the first stories that I wrote was uh, about uh, this big collective effort to try to develop uh, the land that had been set aside for business parks uh, in Barhaven. Uh, and in recent years, not only you know, do we have this proposal that's, um, that we're just talking about now, but uh, the Tomlinson Group, a heavy construction company here in Ottawa, has developed uh, you know, a beautiful new corporate headquarters uh, there. We've seen uh, some hotels uh, under development. So this is really, really exciting news for, uh, for Barhaven and uh, Ottawa South End. Hmm. It is, it is really interesting as well to think about how the suburban areas, uh, even because of the pandemic, if there's less traffic downtown and, and more people out in the suburbs on a more uh, complete basis, not, not leaving the suburbs during the workday, but living there and uh, what that means for suburbs and their ability to, uh, to develop a little bit more diverse uh, land use. So, Dave, you've got the uh, final story, uh, story number three for the week, and it involves a up-and-coming uh, startup that is focused on uh, email marketing. Tell us about that. Yeah, exactly, Mike. This is uh, obviously a very um, uh, pervasive and, uh, and, um, and, and, and certainly growing, uh, growing for more ubiquitous form, I guess you could say, of, uh, of marketing these days. Those mass e-blasts sort of thing that we all get uh, from various companies. Um, well, there's an, uh, an Ottawa startup that that has really jumped into this space and um, and and taken off with it. Uh, the company is called Knack, and what they do is essentially they they work with um, with these big you know email service providers, uh, companies like like Salesforce, Marketing Cloud, and Marketo. Uh, they work with them to to help them develop these e-blasts, to help them design mass emails that are sent out to thousands of customers. Now, in the past, a lot of times, um, you know, this would be left, this sort of design work would be left to, to marketers at these firms, and they weren't really, um, th that, that wasn't really their area of expertise, so they found it very time-consuming and expensive to do it, so NAC does it for them. It basically helps these companies design these mass emails, and, um, and it's now working uh, with um, with with a lot of big names, uh, enterprise customers like Google, Verizon, and one of the world's biggest social media platforms. Uh, and so they really got their um, got their start about three years ago from um, uh, when one of the biggest names in the pharmaceutical industry asked uh, Knack to design a custom template for it. Since then, things have really taken off, and. Um, uh, the company has been part of the Invest Ottawa pre-accelerator for a while. It's now graduating to Invest Ottawa scale-up program, uh, and it's it's at about 20 employees already. It's been hiring throughout the pandemic, so it just keeps growing, and it's getting ready to move into a uh, new office space soon on uh, in the south end on Antares Drive. So um, it's really gaining momentum, and you just have to look to its board of advisors to get a sense of the potential of this company and what other real seasoned entrepreneurs think about its future. Guys like former Cogno CEO Rob Ash, 
Tech Canada Small Business Chair Pascal Saint-Jean. I mean, um, uh, Michelle Malot from Solus. Uh, these are, you know, really seasoned entrepreneurs in town. They, they, they know their marketing stuff and they're getting behind this company. So it seems like NAC uh, has a very bright future ahead of it. Uh, exciting, you know, especially when, uh, when the economy is, uh, is down to see these tech startups continuing to gain traction and growing. Uh, we're going to wrap things up. Um, but before we do that, uh, Peter, I wanted to go to you. And um, give you a sense, uh, give you give us a sense of what's coming up with uh, Ottawa Business Journal. One of the most exciting projects that we get to work on every year is our annual 40 Under 40 Awards, which we uh, present uh, in partnership with the uh, Ottawa Border Trade. So every year we uh, honor and recognize 40 young uh, business stars uh, under the age of uh, 40. So just uh, yesterday, the uh, the list of recipients, the names of the, the recipients are out, uh, and you can find that on obj.ca. Over the next uh, uh, week and a half, we'll be uh, profiling all the recipients on, uh, on obj.ca. Um, and uh, then at the end of that, uh, later this month, they'll all be uh, recognized as part of a really special broadcast, uh, Ottawa Stronger Together. Uh, yeah, it's it's um, it's a 40 to 40 is a project I've worked on for uh, almost 20 years, and I was uh, fortunate enough to chair the selection panel um, this year. So thanks to uh, the judges, we actually spend uh, in total about 100 hours assessing uh, nomination. So we go through a very thorough process. Every single uh, nomination is assessed by uh, three to five independent people. And then we come together and make that final list, which happened uh, uh, just earlier, in fact, last weekend. So uh, we're in the uh, sprint to the finish line for the 40 under 40. And as you indicated, um, it will be part of a new uh, approach this year. Of course, we can't do a gala. So we're doing a online and TV show called Ottawa Stronger Together. Uh, you can go to ottawastrongertogether.ca to get more information. But that's coming up on Thursday, uh, June 25th at 8 p.m. You'll be able to watch it on YouTube Live and also on Rogers Television. So uh, that's something for all of us to look forward to as we don't have a lot of sports or uh, to, to look at on TV or movie theaters to go to or Maybe some patios, though. Maybe some patios now. So uh, that's positive. So listen, we're going to wrap things up. Thank you, uh, Peter. Thank you to Dave uh, for joining in today and all the great work you do. I want to encourage uh, people watching this to continue visiting obj.ca for constantly updated uh, news. Um, you can watch this video on YouTube uh, channel, the OBJ1. It has its own playlist. And uh, in fact, you can listen to this in audio format on Spotify and a few other platforms. So for Peter Cavesi and David Sally, I'm Mike Curran signing off for the editorial team in the Ottawa Business Journal. Keep on watching. Cheers. <laughs>